Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And, you know, this next story, when I saw this headline, this is, this is everything wrong with how those in charge have mishandled so many aspects of this pandemic. And I think speaks to the incompetence of those who apply the rules when it seems to suit them. And it involves a couple out of Barrie in their 80s who returned from doing missionary work in Jamaica. That's where they went, uh, where they were helping to feed the homeless. And so this couple returned to Canada two hours before the Trudeau government's quarantine rules expired. Two hours. And that's because her flight was early. An 87-year-old Glenn and his 80-year-old wife Thelma Perry were both fully vaccinated. Both had gotten negative COVID tests before boarding the plane. They downloaded the app. So they did everything by the book only to be told by a boneheaded federal agent at Pearson Airport that because they didn't book into a hotel, that the pair, who earn a combined salary of $12,000 for their missionary work, would both be given tickets for $6,255. That is $12,510 they now have to pay. And did Thelma ask if they could wait at the airport for the two hours until the deadline ended? Of course she did. But... Like what you get at, Pearson, you're told you got to keep moving, got to get out. In other words, no one at Pearson Airport had the brains, compassion, or clearly the discretion to do the right thing. So what they just did was write tickets. Thelma Perry, joining me now. She is 80 years old, young, and I thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. This is a, st- I mean, if I didn't read the whole story, I would have just not believed it. Because to me, this is a, a, an issue of common sense. And there is none in this case involving you and your husband. Correct. And so you thought the flight would be coming in later. I mean, it was just kind of um, a fluke that the flight arrives earlier than anticipated. But you did everything by the book. You did exactly what you were supposed to do. And, and yeah. now you're, you're stuck with a $12,500 bill. I mean, what was the feeling that came over you when the agent told you that? I, I said to the agent, I said, I am not blaming you. Everybody else was very mad. I said, I am not blaming you because I know you are just doing a job. But I said, I'm 80 years old. Where do I get this money from? He said, ma'am, if you go to the hotel, you have to pay. I don't know if you pay that much, but if you're going home, I have to give you a fine. I phoned my daughter to tell her what was happening because coming in so tired, and with everything that's going on, I was not expecting that. I show him all my papers from my vaccine, two vaccine, from my COVID and everything. He said he was not concerned about that. So I said to him, why did we, I take that then if you're not concerned? So he said, go to the hotel. I did not want to go to the hotel. I don't see why I should go to the hotel when I have a home 
to come home to. So he said, well, those who are going to the hotel, this line, if you're not going to the hotel, that line. So everybody was in my line. And he wrote the ticket. It took such a long time. We were there frustrated. And he wrote the ticket. And I said to him, why so much money? He said, ask the government. So here I am now. Don't know what to do. This thing has kept me up, not sleeping at night, frustrated with this fine. And I don't know what to do. So here I am seeking help and advice, want to know what to do, because I haven't got this money. I don't think many people would have that money, but certainly not when you're coming back from a foreign country where you're doing charitable work. I mean, you were there for a few months with your elderly husband, and I'm sure had um, had you known that this would be the situation, you could have just booked a flight the next day, um, and, and it just... Right. And so obviously your pleas did not fall um, onto the to this officer's, um, you know, he doesn't care. What's it to him? It's just a ticket he writes. I mean, it's you and your husband who now have to go about trying to fight this. So what are you going to do? Because you can either fight this in court, pay the fine. Uh, what, what are your I, I choices? I haven't got no money to pay the fine. So I, I, so I said we go to court or somebody could help us pay this money. I, I go to court because I haven't got this, this money. It makes absolutely, I don't think, any sense to anybody, given what we have seen, Thelma, throughout this pandemic, when we've seen so many people break the rules and do so very blatantly and they don't get a ticket at all. Yours is a situation where we're talking about a couple of hours for a quarantine um, a law to end. And then and, and the officer in question very well could have used his own discretion and said, OK, I'm going to let you guys go through. Because by the time you checked into the hotel, the quarantine deadline would have come and gone. It would have been over by then. Yeah. It was such a surprise to us to come into this because we didn't know. We did not know. You are getting some help. Yeah, I know. Don't know whether we're coming or going. Don't know what to do. Oh, I can just hear it in the vo- in your voice of, um, I don't know if it's stress, if it's fear, it's if it's frustration. I don't, and they gave us three choice on the ticket. And you are getting support. I mean, there are people who are reading your story. I know your local MP, John Broussard, has been oh, yes. um, vocal. He's trying very to get nice, the true government. I appreciate that. Thank him very much. I mean, it's unfortunate that it has had to come to this, but I mean... Uh, unless the Trudeau government, Patty Heidi, or someone in the government, um, you know, excuses this on a compassionate ground, I mean, you're stuck um, having to deal with this. And I guess if you hire lawyers, then you're stuck with legal bills, too. And, albeit this is the kind of case, I think, that any lawyer out there who uh, uh, has some time or, or feels, um, you know, the weight of what you're under would, would probably help out. But, um, I mean, at your age and with the kind of things that you and your husband do, I, it's it's a pretty bad way to treat people. Exactly. That's what I said. So I don't know what to do. I'm at a crossroad. Don't know where I'm coming or going. <laughs> and don't I don't know what I to mean, do. So, what are your your options at this point? Just to wait it out and see what happens. Well, I guess so. I guess I'll see what happens because I don't know what to do. They gave, they gave us a month 
and after a month, I, I guess they'll take, I don't know, take it further. So I want it to resolve before a month. Mm-hmm. So and I you've lived know. in this You've lived in this country for 50 years. Um, Did you ever expect this kind of thing to happen in Canada? Never. I I said to myself, this is going to be my nice Canada. (laughs) Not my nice Canada. And what if you could, I mean, you know, people listen to the radio. I mean, what would you say to the officer who gave you this ticket now? I mean, or or if you had the ear, let's say, of uh, the the prime minister or someone in government, what's your message to them? The guy who wrote the ticket, I said to him, well, everybody was mad at him. It was a chaos there. But as I said, I told him, I know it's not your fault. And as he said to me, Miss, I'm just doing a job. I'm here to do my job. So I am just doing my job. So I said, I know. So he said, we have to go elsewhere. I said, elsewhere where? He said, elsewhere. So here I am. Will this stop you, Thelma? Will this stop you and your husband from going back to do missionary no, work? I mean, no. will, will it affect that? No, well, no. I'm going home soon for December. Back to see the children. So that that hasn't uh, this hasn't changed that part of you. No, it will never change that part of me. No. Please because don't. I let believe it, it will re- resolve somehow or the other. Hoping it turn out good. I have a feeling, Thelma, this will turn out in your favor. I certainly hope um, uh, that we can keep in touch, and if we can give you a hand, uh, get the word yes, out. I appreciate it. We'll certainly make sure your story gets heard. But when I read your story, I thought, you know what? Um, I'd like to see what you had to say, and maybe get your words out there, and um, and and maybe we can make some noise and get this thing turned around. Because yes. you and your husband certainly don't deserve this. Don't deserve. It. I really appreciate what you're doing for me. Really appreciate it. Ah, God bless you. Uh, we'll talk That's again, Thelma. Thank you. And you know what? Take a breath. Don't stress, okay? Okay. Thank you. God bless. Don't, Have a good night. Don't now. let this keep you and up, uh, you up at night, okay? Very nice story. Blessings. Keep safe. Thank you for sharing. You as well. God bless. Bye-bye. That, that is Thelma Perry. Boy, oh, boy. Thelma Perry and her 87-year-old husband, Glenn, I wouldn't be so forgiving. And so, uh, you know, I think these are the kinds of situations where if we can amplify the voice, amplify the headline, amplify the story, that maybe we can make some change. And I know there are an awful lot of lawyers out there. I know there are a lot of really good lawyers who are helping out on cases um, involving this. And maybe you can give Thelma and her husband, Glenn, uh, a hand out of this because uh, this is ridiculous. You know, by the law of the book, sure, you could write a ticket, but you got to be a major D-bag to do that to such an elderly couple, given they don't have the means, they were overdoing missionary work, and the federal law was coming to an end in a matter of less than two hours. So this, to me, speaks to just bureaucracy, no thinking outside the box, And so I think this is one of those cases that I certainly hope people can rally behind Thelma and her husband, Glenn, and get this thing turned around because uh, pretty disgraceful. It's a pretty disgraceful way to to treat certainly our elderly and those who are uh, giving up themselves. We'll stay on this story and see how it turns out. Stay with us here. Alex Pearson on point. This is Global News Radio.